Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back into Crowpod Second Hand News here, the the uh, Derby Day Eve edition, uh, post deadline day recovery edition, and uh, of course just me Shane just running down some of the stuff that uh, well again I, I always try to look at this stuff as my perspective uh, from from working in the media as long as I did so crack on uh, following up from what we talked about Monday as far as media briefing and everything goes of course we now have Fredo right back into the side um, you know we've knocked. PSV off, got into the group stages, and uh, the deadline has come and gone. So all of a sudden, you know, the the messaging on Alfredo is is slightly different. I don't think Gio's ever really wavered, um, although he's actually kind of cropped the the club line now more than he had at any point during this uh, this ongoing off-field issues, whatever the hell we want to call it. Look, we, we all know the problems, the problems that can happen with Alfredo Morales, but we also know he is the club's all-time leading goal scorer in Europe. And we decided to go into a must-win knockout tie without him over a spat that seemed pretty manufactured overall. Um, God, I, I understand there were some issues. I'm sure Gio worked through them. If it was, if it was wholly his decision, that's fine. But... That was something that could have been worked out internally, should have been worked out internally, and is, again, part of the problem with the messaging. I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, the, the failures to find players ahead of the transfer deadline um, comes down to just this, but there is a measure, there's a measure of professionalism and decorum that you expect uh, in, in terms of media briefings coming from a club. And I don't believe if you're the representative of a player looking at uh, how Rangers have, have conducted themselves in, in some recent cases that you would be enthused about your player, you know, your client walking into this kind of a situation. It's, it's a pretty basic, it's a basic thing to do. It's a pretty, pretty, pretty simple solution. It's do the same shit every other club in the world does because there's there's a reason that these things happen the way that they do, right? There, there's expectations uh, for how you conduct yourselves in the media, how you do this kind of business with the media, and it's it's um, well, like I said, I mean the the Morella saga was unnecessary and unfortunate and at times embarrassing, and I'm glad he's back in the side ahead of tomorrow, because we need him, because, uh, well, we, we didn't go out and get uh, anyone there, did we? <laughs> um, I, I see a lot of the rewriting 
of well, I don't know, reasoning, I guess. You know, armchair quarterbacking is what we call it over here. But, um, you know, I, I, I just I try to take Ross Wilson at his word when he tells us at the AGM that uh, any money brought in on player trading will be used to reinvest into the squad. Uh, I tend to, well, so similarly, you know, when Stuart Robertson tells us that we don't need to sell players, right, after getting the money from Gerard and his staff. I mean, well, you know, let's let's look at, let's just get the money out of the way here first, right? Uh, so what, we got about 60, 70 million between uh, the, the, the runs in Europe coming from last season and now reaching the Champions League group stage. Uh, I'm not even counting ticket money in that one, but uh, what, 22, 23 million for Bassey? Uh, let's call it 12 up front for NPAT, up to, what, 16? Uh, $10 million for a Rebo because we had a buyout clause in his contract, but still, it's a hell of a profit on the player. And then a few million for the other jobbers that were hanging around the squad, whether it was Seth or you know whoever else. The money for Gerard and the staff, again, that we got from Villa. And, whew, man, that's not a good investment on their part. But, uh, hey, well done. So we brought in somewhere, I don't know what it was, I guess, to 110, 115 million pounds. And we gave Gio about 15 million of that to invest into the squad to take us back into the Champions League for the first time in, in a dozen years. Um, that, 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 it doesn't shake out. And I almost, you kind of have to feel for Gio here because, uh, well, uh, they, they've kind of put him in this untenable position, right? Um, without investing in the squad, because either he does it and they say, look, we didn't need to invest in the squad, or the lack of cover and the lack of quality in some positions leads to the cracks that we've tried to cover over with, I don't know, Papier Mache uh, being revealed, and they can sack him and say it was his fault. Neither of those are, are good. Again, this is not how we're supposed to conduct business. But it appears to be the decision that we've made. Um, again, I, I don't understand some people wanting to come out and, and try to defend the club or try to explain the club's decision-making on this. Uh, you know, talking about, uh, well, fuck, I mean, using somehow commercial gains or stuff like that. But again, Bisgrove says that we've met and exceeded all of our commercial targets. So apparently there's just money flying in. And instead of giving it to the manager to reinvest uh, into, well, you know, reaching the Champions League again next year, because, I mean, let's let's look at the problem with this and the framing of it, right? We had to go through these, these uh, the qualifying stages, uh, to get back there. Um, and, you know, had we lost, that would have been, had we lost to PSV, that would have been the narrative by and large. But the narrative is we lost the Champions League last year, dropping points to, to teams like Aberdeen or Ross County and stuff like that, and losing the league. We knew what winning the league meant last year and didn't, well, didn't achieve it and put ourselves in that kind of a risky position. But we've come through that. And done it, and instead of trying to re-cement 
to improve the squad, to fill obvious gaps that we've had in the squad for transfer window after transfer window now. We still don't have a right wing. We still don't have a box-to-box, like a number eight, a very solid, reliable uh, one that isn't, you know, 38 years old. Um, goalkeeper questions do persist. I think John McLaughlin's doing a fine job, but if he's our answer long term, that's that's not a that's not a realistic option to continue pressing forward in Europe. Um, questionable, you know. I guess we're going to find out how it works in the league. But uh, no, again, I mean, you've hung your manager out here on the old sugarly nail that. Again, I mean, he either he succeeds and the board looks like geniuses and the people who are talking about wage structure as if somehow, I mean, again, we're talking about 110, 120 million pounds. If, we, if somehow all of that or a huge chunk of that went out on wages for the seven players that we brought in, three of whom are injured, two of whom are projects, one of whom we still have to buy from the parent club, and the other one, again, is God's number nine right now in Antonio Cholak. But if that somehow accounts for all of that and, and uh, you know, not, not well, again, with the wages that came off of our books from sales or letting players go, if that somehow is that big of a chunk of the money that we brought in, that's, that, that's, that's not good indications of Ross Wilson's player trading model. Uh, I, I said it yesterday on the, uh, if you guys haven't got a chance, it's pretty good. Crowpot Explains America with Colin. Like when IX sold Anthony, you you always trust IX when they say they have a list of players and they have options and they know what direction they want to go in when they make you know some some kind of uh, uh, well player trading in, in that in that measure. We've heard this for years that Wilson and the board have these kind of models in place, and yet again these these glaring holes, these deficiencies that we all recognize in the squad were not addressed. Uh, people sitting there said, well, what'd you expect them to do on deadline day? I didn't expect them to do it on fucking deadline day. I expect them to do it between the middle of July when Arrivo and Bassey were gone. Uh, or let's say from last week when we knew we were in the champions league, I didn't expect them to do it in 12 hours on deadline day. I expect them to do it in the 12 weeks before that quick one, right back. We're going to talk, uh, just, just briefly. Uh, about the match we got coming up tomorrow. She broke down, let me in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, second in news here on the Crowpot, of course, scroll down, hit that Buy Me a Coffee link, help us out. Uh, we picked three winners last month for some great stuff from the famous, our good friends over there, Graham, uh, helping us out. And uh, we're going to be picking some more winners this month. If you go to the Buy Me a Coffee link, if you hit the Members tab, it'll tell you, you know, what levels give you how many entries into the drawing and how much you help us out. Or you can just click that Support tab and make like a little one-off 
everything's appreciated. We are putting it to good use here. <laughs> so, uh, of course, Saturday, here we go. The first old firm traveling to, to, to their midden. Uh, you know, I mean, just, just quickly on this, I mean, you know, the first half of the show or front part of the show might sound doom and gloom, but it's not. Uh, I, I mean, I look, my expectations are always we win the league, we win at least one cup, and anything that we do in Europe is, is a bonus, okay? But winning the league means beating them or just not losing to them more times than not, right? Uh, with that in mind, I mean, we, we've only, what, lost twice, I want to say, in our last 10 or uh, 11 league games? 10 or uh, 11 league games, 11 league games we've lost twice. Once in our last five visits to, to their shithole. Uh, and of course that one was, it wasn't, wasn't good, but, uh, you know, and, uh, well, Alfie's back, uh, fit and ready to go. Um, I mean, we, we know what, what, uh, well, we know what scoring in these games and what knocking them off means to him. Uh, again, Cholak's firing on all cylinders. we got Tavernier. I mean, some again shaky questionable play but he's still James Tavernier in these games I mean fuck do they mean more to him than anything so I I you know look I, I never expect us to lose I think that that match back in February is shaking a lot of people uh it's hard to get out of your system but um I I don't know uh, again for, for all the holes in our squad they've got bigger problems and the fact that they can only play one way and Geo is quite good at setting up a team to counter specific threats uh again you know if we look past individual errors that occurred especially in that february match um well and also we just never really looked up for it i that was a weird weird day for all of us i think but no i i I got i got faith you know you always gotta have faith inside right and i think tomorrow well fuck it you know Look, it's it's uh, it's nine thirty seven in the morning over here in beautiful Rockford, beautiful sunny Rockford. By about nine thirty seven tonight, battle fever well and truly on. <laughs> I'll be I'll be ready to go for my five thirty a.m. wake up call for the first round this season. So that's it. If you are going to the match, please be safe. If you're heading anywhere out to watch the match, be safe. Uh, enjoy the weekend, guys, and we'll be back. I said Monday, uh, me and Gary Havlin plan on getting together for another Rangers from Sea to Shining Sea. Me and David will be getting together for another Watergate episode. And uh, we did talk to our old buddy Peter Ewart, who's going to rejoin us while Todd goes and does his, well, his job, I guess, to go be funny and tell jokes to people for a living. So, Crowpod will soldier on. Plenty of content this week. Like I said, if you missed a big show, ignore all the stuff about the what we want out of deadline day because that doesn't mean anything now. And again, uh, yesterday Crowpot explains America. We did have a little bit of Rangers chat, me and Colin, but if you want to understand, well, just how fucked up a $1.7 trillion slice of the American economy works, though, you, you couldn't do any better than student loan debt friends. So that's it. Uh, like I said, enjoy Saturday, enjoy the match. Please be safe. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.